Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Thank you for joining us in the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I appreciate you taking some time with us this week as we dig through what's happening in the markets and the economy. As usual, I'll start by reminding you that what you're about to hear today shouldn't be construed as individual investment advice, but instead just our thoughts on the status of the markets and the economy and how they might affect portfolios. If you're wondering about how it might impact your individual portfolio and changes you might be needing to make, please don't hesitate to give us a call. With that, let's dive in. You know, as I look back on the last year of this podcast, there have been many times that we have done post-Fed commentaries. And it's been an indication of just how important interest rate policy has been to the market and the economy for the last year. We've digested and expounded on countless Powellisms, if you will, and we've tried to read the tea leaves of where the Fed is going. I've been frustrated at times in these podcasts, frustrated by the slowness to act in early 2022, frustrated by the overreaction on the other side leading to the fastest rate increase that we've seen in 40 years. The Fed has not been perfect in this process, and neither me or our firm nor any other outlet, frankly, has been perfect in predicting what they're going to do next. But I do think there's a trend worth paying attention to. Chairman Powell made some fairly aggressive remarks, as you may recall, at the Jackson Hole Economic Summit last August. You might recall when he basically scolded us like a grumpy dad yelling at school children. And it has been a mistake since then to assume that he's not going to do exactly what he says he's going to do. He told us then that he was aggressively going to raise rates, and he has. So that brings us to the comments that we had this week following the Federal Reserve meeting on Wednesday. Let's be clear on one point. There was a significant amount of optimism coming from that meeting. Powell was the most optimistic I've heard Chairman Powell in a long, long time. He said things like the FOMC is going to do what the market assumed and slow down the rate of interest rate increases. They raised rates by 0.25%, the smallest level they've raised them since last spring. They removed their reference to the war in Ukraine being an inflation driver. That seems to be a nod to an expectation that energy prices are not going to spike and drive inflation again in the near term. Powell also said for the very first time in this whole process that the, quote, disinflation process, end quote, is beginning. This is the first overarching statement from the Fed that inflation is coming down. And he was very bullish on the overall economy. He cited the possibility that a soft landing, which we've heard so much about, was still possible. His statement, I'll read it verbatim, he said, quote, my base case is that the economy can return to 2% inflation without a really significant downturn or a really big increase in unemployment. That quote is one of the most optimistic things to come out of his mouth in a very, very long time. And the market took notice of those statements. We've often, I've often made fun of Chairman Powell's ability to take good news and turn it into a market disaster when he steps up to the podium. We've seen it so many times that the market reads what the Fed policy statement says, gets very excited, then Powell steps to the podium and the market craters. That's happened over and over again in this process. Last Wednesday was the exact opposite. If his oral skills are graded by market performance while he speaks, he got an A plus last Wednesday. So that's all good, right? Powell said positive things. The market went up. 
Yay. That's awesome. Well, yes and no. President Harry Truman once had a quote to his staff where he looked at them and he said, I would like you to bring me a one-armed economist. And when asked why, he said that he got so frustrated because every time he asked an economist for advice, they would say something to the effect of, on the one hand, this, but on the other hand, and they would always give this two-sided advice. And he just wanted somebody who would come in and give him the goods and tell him what it was really going to be. Powell was not a one-armed economist last week. Powell definitely took both sides of the argument. And one could argue that while these were some of the most optimistic statements he made so far, there were also many, many cautionary notes that we should pay attention to. And it's very important in this process that we don't do what I think the market did a little bit of last week and hear just what we wanted to hear. So while Powell was clear that the disinflation process had begun, he also said, quote, it would be premature. It would be very premature to declare victory or to assume we've really got this, end quote. He also stated that while he expected the economy would grow this year, he anticipated it would be at a very slow rate. And probably most importantly, while we're getting to what will likely be the peak in rates, he does not anticipate them coming down anytime soon. His quote, given our outlook, I don't see us cutting rates this year, end quote. We're not ones to look a gift horse in the mouth. We got some really good news last week, and we should be happy about it. Certainly his comments and the Fed's actions were much more positive than, frankly, many expected. You might recall me on this podcast last week discussing how Powell may actually choose to sound pessimistic if for no other reason than to rein in the public markets. He clearly did not feel that that was needed last week. But like he said, it is too early to declare victory. This process did not happen in a day, and it did not end last Wednesday. Take, for example, Friday's jobs report. If there is one thing Chairman Powell remains most concerned about, and the Fed remains most concerned about, it is the job market running too hot. At the very time that he has been talking about driving unemployment up for the good of the economy and to slow inflation, the January jobs report blew expectations out of the water. Analysts were expecting 185,000 new jobs being created. The January report, 517,000 new jobs. Over 300,000 more jobs than were anticipated. Economists were expecting the unemployment rate to climb from 3.5 to 3.6%. Instead, it dipped to 3.4, the lowest number we've seen since 1969. Those data sets are not going to encourage Powell to start cutting rates anytime soon. But listen, on the whole, last week was a good week. We even got, if you go back to our conversation last week, we talked about the golden cross, when the 50-day moving average moves above the 200-day moving average and how that is a sign of a bullish sentiment in the stock market. That cross happened last week on Thursday, one day after Powell spoke. So things have been worse for this market. Things are improving, but we have to remember that this is not going to happen overnight there is going to be some starts and some fits in this process, and we have to be patient as it works itself through because we still are very bullish long-term on this economy. So with that, we'll end it there this week. As always, I would encourage you to give us a call here at the office at 515-273-1333 if you have any questions about how this might relate to your portfolio. 
You can also always look us up on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I'd encourage you to go there and read our weekly insight memo, which we publish every week. I'll leave it there for this week. As always, I hope you have a great week and I look forward to touching base with you again soon. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, NFA. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm.